0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Hello, all of you beautiful people. Jewels here for whatculture.com. And when it comes to the movie industry, there is one rule above all else that everyone must adhere to, and that is to keep your stars happy. But that's not to say that the stars in question don't sometimes come up with terrible ideas or air quotes, improvements for the scenes that they're in, and some of them are so bad that they can often end up risking ruining those entire movies in question. So let's take a look at them today as I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 famous movie scenes that actors almost ruined. Number 10. I'll be back, the Terminator. I'll be back, isn't just one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's most iconic quotes, it's one of the most famous lines in the entirety of cinema, and has been repeated ad nauseum ever since it was first uttered in 1984's The Terminator. However, if the actor had got his way, then movie history might not have remembered the scene as fondly as it does today. Spoken by the T-800 right before it decimates a police station full of helpless cops, Schwarzenegger and director James Cameron initially disagreed on exactly how the line should be spoken, with the filmmaker preferring the more contracted I'll be back and the actor favoring the more drawn-out I will be back. Schwarzenegger's reasoning was that the line sounded more machine-like without the contraction. Plus, with his thick Austrian accent, he had difficulty pronouncing I'll. Which is actually fair of him to point out because the Terminator doesn't typically use shortcuts when speaking, but when Cameron told him just to read what was in the script, the actor relented, delivering a major piece of pop culture history in the process. 9. Ripley's Basketball Skills – Alien Resurrection Now, Alien Resurrection is an extremely hammy movie, with its weird human-alien hybrid monster kooky band of mercenary survivors and, of course, Ron Perlman hanging off a ladder by his feet and shooting a xenomorph in the face with his dual pistols. But even with all of that, nothing is quite as corny as the famous basketball scene. Introduced in the film as a means of showing off Zeno Ripley's newfound strength and reflexes, the scene ends with Sigourney Weaver throwing a ball over her head, scoring a basket with her back facing the net. Despite the insanely low odds of pulling this off, the actress actually did it for real. But the shot that made it into the movie was very nearly ruined by Weaver's co-star Ron Perlman, who couldn't contain his excitement at her supposed mad basketball skills. A split second after the ball landed in the net, Perlman smiled and said, "Oh," to the camera, and the actor was concerned that he'd ruined the one in a million take with his reaction. Thankfully, upon watching the footage back, the crew found that the shot could still be used. All they had to do was cut away just before Perlman's outburst. And that's exactly what they did. This is why, in the film, the scene cuts so quickly right after Ripley lands her shot. The filmmakers literally had to hide Perlman's overjoyed response. Number 8. The Dancing Prime Minister Love Actually One of humanity's most beloved Christmas films, Love Actually is stuffed to the brim full of heartwarming festive cheese that can melt even the steeliest of hearts. It also has Hugh Grant dancing, which makes any film ten times better as a result. Yet strangely, the actor full-on hated the idea of performing the scene, so much so that he tried to wriggle his way out of it on several occasions, and only ended up shooting it when writer-director Richard Curtis convinced him to play ball. Grant was reluctant to film the scenes because he couldn't quite grasp the technicalities of it, mainly he didn't understand how his character could hear the music throughout the house, considering said music was being played just from one room. He even tried to get out of rehearsals by saying that he had a bad ankle, and had the actor stood firm with his dislike of the scene, then there's a chance that it might have never have happened at all. Bah, Humbug Grant, where's your festive spirit? Number 7. The Pirate Ship – The Goonies Towards the end of The Goonies, the titular gang of kids encounters an enormous pirate ship that is filled with treasure. The moment that they see this ship for the first time is played as a big moment in the film. And it was also a big moment in real life, too, one that actor Josh Brolin very nearly ruined thanks to a poorly timed F bomb. The filming of this scene was the first time that the actors had actually seen the ship. The crew had purposefully kept it hidden from them so that their genuine first reactions would be caught on camera. Something that helped enhance the authenticity of the film, but Brolin Brolin's reaction was a bit too authentic, especially for a family-friendly film. As the Goonies rose out of the water and turned to see the ship, Brolin, overwhelmed by the scale of it all, let out a huge, which prompted director Richard Donner frustratingly to yell cut. Brolin had ruined the take, and they had to do it again. Fortunately, though, Donner was able to get strong performances out of the kids in a later take, and in the movie, it genuinely does feel like it's their first time seeing the ship. So even though Brolin had messed up that first scene, the scene itself, in the end, still worked very well. Number 6. Yondu's Funeral – Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 2 Even though they don't require a lot of creative thought, death scenes and funeral scenes can still be pretty hard for actors to film. And why is that? Well, if you're playing a dead body, then all you have to do is lie there perfectly still for take after take, which can tempt the performers into having a nice relaxing nap. And in Michael Rooker's case, the temptation proved impossible to resist. While shooting Yondu's funeral scene in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the actor had to lie down on a table while his castmates did some actual acting. While all of this was going on, Rooker became quite relaxed to the point that he actually fell asleep, and his loud snoring very nearly ruined the tranquil atmosphere presented in this scene. But thanks to some good old movie magic, none of Rooker's sleepy antics were evident in the final version of the film, and the funeral scene ended up being one of the most touching moments in all of the MCU. Number 5. A Variety of Scenes – Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone When Emma Watson, Rupert Grint, and Daniel Radcliffe started acting in the Harry Potter movies, the trio had never done anything on that scale before. Heading up a major movie franchise at just 10 years old? Yeah, that was pretty tough, and because none of them were seasoned performers, they still had pretty noticeable cracks in their acting abilities. In particular, Watson had a curious problem that ruined a variety of takes during the shooting of the first film in the series, something that would have given the movie a lot more memeable moments had it made it through to the final cut. And the problem in question? Well, she would mouth Radcliffe and Grint's lines as they were saying them, almost as a way to help her keep track of a scene. Watson addressed this issue on The Jimmy Kimmel Show, explaining that she ruined plenty of takes because of it. Luckily, the filmmakers were able to spot when Watson was doing this, ensuring that none of these instances made their way into the final cut and indeed wrecked any scenes. Number 4. Cloud City Arrival – The Empire Strikes Back Even though they all look exciting when they're finished, shooting a movie can be quite mundane, well, at least for the actors. The working days are long, and there is a ton of sitting around just waiting, with very small amount of actual acting to be done. And so, to let off some steam while midway through shooting The Empire Strikes Back, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher attended a party hosted by comedian Eric Idle, a decision that almost badly affected a pivotal scene in the film. Ford and Fisher went on an all-night bender, getting insanely drunk thanks to something that Idle called, the Tunisian Death Drink. If they had the next day off, then this wouldn't have been a problem, but they were due on set early in the morning, scheduled to shoot the scene where their characters arrive in Cloud City, and they were still drunk while filming the sequence, as Fisher revealed to the Daily Beast. If you watch the scenes with this knowledge in mind, you can almost tell that something isn't quite right with their performances, but thankfully, it's hardly enough of a distraction to full-on ruin it. Number 3. The Lake Lift – Dirty Dancing One of the most iconic dance moves in film history, most people with eyes are familiar with Baby and Johnny's lift from the end of Dirty Dancing, even if they haven't actually seen the movie all the way through. The lift is also performed in a lake during the scene where the two characters are practising for their big dance. But back when this moment was filmed, things were touch and go on actually pulling the famous stunt off because, through no fault of his own, Patrick Swayze was suffering from a real-life knee problem and struggled to do it properly. Because the scene was shot in a real lake, the water was incredibly cold and uncomfortable to be in, which proved difficult for Swayze and his knee problem to cope with. As a result, it wasn't certain whether the lift would go ahead as intended, and the actor could have easily declined to film the scene, but he pushed through, delivering one of the film's most memorable moments in the process. Number 2. Tony's Death – Avengers Endgame I. Am. Iron Man It's a line that will be remembered for decades to come, not just for its use in the first Iron Man movie, but more recently for its use in Avengers Endgame, Tony's final line right before he sacrifices himself and snaps Thanos' his, his, his army back into a big cloud of dust. But like with Schwarzenegger and I'll Be Back, Robert Downey Jr. wanted to say a different line one that would have probably added a comedic edge to the scene. While recently presenting at the People's Choice Awards, the actor told the crowds in attendance, somewhat jokingly, but it does actually sound like he meant it, that he wanted to have, oh snap, to be Tony's final quip before his death. Now, While Tony is obviously a very funny guy, adding a bit of humour in this moment would have completely tanked the emotional value of the scene, understating the enormity of the character's huge sacrifice. The line that did appear in the film was suggested by editor Jeff Ford, and everyone involved recognised that this. Idea was so good that they dropped everything and shot it the very next day. And number one, I'm walking here. Midnight Cowboy. One of the most perfect pieces of improvisation in movie history, the moment in Midnight Cowboy where Dustin Hoffman tells a taxi, I'm walking here, after it nearly hits him and John Voigt, was never meant to happen. The two actors were supposed to walk in a straight line towards the camera, delivering their scripted dialogue. The difficult thing was getting the timing right. Hoffman and Voigt had to start walking at just the right time, so that when they approached the road, they weren't waiting for a light and could cross without stopping. However, on a take when they finally nailed the timing, a real taxi driver, that is, he wasn't associated with the production at all, drove up and nearly hit Hoffman, who responded by ad-libbing the line, I'm walking here, and slamming the car's bonnet. The moment swiftly became immortal, but as Hoffman told the Huffington Post in 2017, he almost ruined the whole thing by breaking character and telling the taxi driver that he was making a movie. Fortunately though, he caught himself just before he spoke the line, and changed it to one that we can hear in the final take.
2: Hold up, what was that?